share with me. I get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust You gotta them. be able to produce things. Okay. And I'll tell you why that production is so important. But before we go that, how do you use those two pieces of equipment? And you- success is not necessarily financial, but success is when you feel fulfilled in what you're doing. And then to other women, they need to know their value, their worth. But, but I believe um, everything that you put your mind to and you achieve is success. Give us um, all the stuff. Okay, I'll answer all 16 of those questions right now. I started uh, in the music business at Sony while I was still... Y'all, I am so excited. I just can't even stand it because today's guest is a transformative coach and brand therapist. She empowers fierce entrepreneurs to unlock their potential and build remarkable business brands. With a focus on authentic and passionate pursuits, our guest guides visionary individuals in channeling their energy, power, and acumen. She specializes in brand positioning, messaging, content strategy, and copywriting. Through deep workshopping, our guest uncovers essential insights such as target audience and unique offerings. She helps entrepreneurs develop a distinct brand voice and offers valuable advice and coaching. With a dedication to sovereignty, our guest ensures every aspect of her client's marketing aligns with their business brand essence. Together, we'll embark on a journey of self-discovery, powerful branding, and impactful marketing, weaving the golden threads of positioning and messaging to fuel your business growth. Y'all, join me in welcoming Rebecca Gunter! I have been on, look, I'm not saying I've been on so many lives, I'm an old hat, but number one, I've never seen an intro like that. You made me real jealous of how hot and exciting. And then your energy in there. I felt like you were toasting me on my wedding day, girl. That is. Um, that's the way you, I feel right now. <laughs> you make people feel so freaking welcome and valued and seen. Like anyone who hasn't interacted with you may not understand the depth of that magic. But when you interact one-on-one with somebody, it feels incredible. So it's no wonder to me you have such a successful brand and business yourself. And I loved hearing you say, weave the golden threads, man. That was awesome. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I learned from the best. And let me tell you, our time together when we got to discuss positioning was one of the most impactful 
days of my life. Like, honestly, truly like one of the best. Yeah, but you say that to all the girls. (laughs) That was awesome. I was awesome because when you um, do that work over and over and over again, um, and it starts to feel kind of like, you know, this is how we do the thing. Then, Mm -hmm. then the audience or the recipient of that positioning work really has this profound experience and you have to kind of stop and give pause to that. And you embraced it. You embraced it, mama, for (laughs) sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was incredible, truly. But I know about positioning uh, because of our experience together, but I'm not sure that the rest of our audience knows exactly what we're talking about. So can you explain a little bit more about what brand positioning is and how important it is to have strategic messaging for your brands? Ooh, how much time do we have? Absolutely. (laughs) We got 20 minutes. Okay, (laughs) let's get into it. Positioning is so interesting. You're absolutely right. Not everybody knows what it is. It's a word that we banter around marketing circles all of the time. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to understand it through the lens of like, how do you know you have a positioning problem? Because positioning is really, you know, kind of like the thing you didn't know you needed for the problem you didn't know you have. So it's hard to identify it. When you have a positioning problem, it looks like this. Dang, I've been out here for in business for like one to three years and I'm looking around at all my competition and we all sound exactly the same. Dang, I'm having a hard time differentiating myself when people ask me what sets me apart from another business. Dang, my website isn't actually working. I'm spending a lot of time on the phone with people who aren't a good fit for me. So I don't have, you know, the words aren't right. The messaging isn't converting. Or dang, someone's people are out here referring me, but they don't know what to say or how to call the right clients to me. So I'm really in this kind of, vanilla state of of not really being able to articulate what makes me special, different, or the one, or who my people are, or why it is that my uh, solutions to problems make the world a better place. When you don't have those words anymore and you can't articulate it, that's when you have a positioning problem. So we'll start with problem. On to solution. Really, positioning is just an exercise that I didn't invent it. I didn't make up positioning statements. It's been around, you know, it's been around the marketing sandbox for 75 years. Like it's been along for a long time. It's really the exercise or the act of identifying the answers to the following questions. Who are my people? What do they need? Who am I? What do I deliver? And why am I special, different, or the one? If you can answer all of those questions succinctly and with a fine point on the pencil, then your business will start to move in a really authentic and genuine direction. You'll be attracting the right people to you because you've defined who they are. You'll be able to articulate your services because you've defined what they are. Not necessarily a menu, but like what's your value proposition? And you'll be able to answer that question of why it matters, which is genuinely the struggle. So you're just kind of creating like five, think of five points or a star and a map that then become your position in the business arena or the sandbox. I am for these people. They have these kind of struggles. I am this kind of solution provider. We bring our offers look like this, or we bring this to the table and this is why us and no one else. And that's positioning. Right. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. And and thanks to our friends for being here today, Ross Brand. Uh, oh, he's here. Shut the front door. <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh uh, my god, so guys! They're like again. One hundred TV. I'll uh, represent. I know, right? <laughs> right here yeah. on Renee Speak. So I'm so excited, and thank you so much for that great um, overview of what positioning is, what problem it solves. Um, because once I've learned uh, through our time together that once you're able to answer those questions, you're able to like laser focus in, just laser in to what you are, who you are, what you do. So you can, when someone asks, what do you do? Then you can like, it'll just flip right off of your tongue so easily because you've identified what you're not and you're separate just, yourself from just everyone Just as important as what you are is identifying exactly. what you're not. Who it's exactly. for. Some people might consider it niching. Like it's really, that's the art of niching essentially. So if you know what it means to niche, then you can understand what it means to position yourself or to reposition yourself and align, uh, align those parts on your star into a way that attracts the kind of clients you actually want to work for, not just anybody who comes along, which is right. super important. It is so important because you don't want to be working with clients that are not a good fit. Just not a good fit. That is a waste uh, of everybody's time. <laughs> you, didn't have, you didn't hang out your shingles so that you can work for people you don't want, want to work for. Like you went out here to work for who you want to work for. Exactly. It takes a lot of courage though, Renee, to yeah. like just to really call out who your people are. Because mm -hmm. I think as entrepreneurs, we get really cagey and scared of making a declaration because if we alienate everybody, then what will happen to our business? Right. But it's, so it's counterintuitive, mm -hmm. but it is the, it is the stronger strategy. Right. And it, it def, definitely takes courage um, because you think, I think as an entrepreneur, you've got to have everybody. You've got to just say yes to everybody because you're trying to build a business. Right. And if you say no, then you know, you might hurt their feelings. They might saying bad, start saying bad things about you, put bad things out on social media about you. There's all these fears that can come, you know, if you think about saying no to someone who may want to do business with you. But once you take advantage of this opportunity to position, to get the right client, that's that's like heaven. It's like you two were meant to be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Isn't that why we're all out here, honestly, is to work with people. We absolutely love doing the work that just transforms us and makes us feel, yes. feel fulfilled. Like ultimately, yeah. that's yeah. the dream. It's like, oh, I wake up every day and I can't wait to crack my laptop. Ultimately, that is the dream. And that's, yeah. you don't, I think a misnomer that we have in entrepreneurship is that you have to like, you know, just beaver away at this kind of like very generalized version or a light version of yourself. And then eventually you'll get enough credibility to then step into the kind of work you actually want to do with the clients you actually want to be with when you can just dispense with all of that hamster wheel spinning and get right to the kind of work you love and shorten your shorten your spin out time and just right from right the beginning the do that from the beginning you know exactly like you said, no one's got time to be spinning on hamster wheels <laughs> no but no but the work is hard as you know positioning isn't easy so people avoid right. it 
they'll yeah. just be like uh, another time especially if you've got a company that you've got to get consensus with so you better right. kind of rally people around what is this brand? Who are our people really? You know, the right. the VP may have a different idea than the founder, may have a different idea from the um from the from the counter person for from the, the salesperson or or whatever. So right. people avoid this work, but then they sound just like their competition, and then their messaging doesn't convert. And then when it comes to creating a cohesive marketing plan that's on brand for, you know, what you're all about, you're just like, oh, what should I write about today? But if you position, you've already got that bulleted point list, you know, mm -hmm. girl, with your messaging, where it's like, mm -hmm. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That can inform your content strategy for the next 12 to 18 months if you just lean, double down on it. So it takes the guesswork out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so as we're thinking about, you know, life as an entrepreneur, you know, we're running our businesses, we're trying to grow our businesses, we're trying to stand out from the competition. So how do we create an effective positioning statement that accurately reflects our unique value proposition that resonates with our audience? How do, what is the, pro, I know you and I went through the process, but for the audience who didn't get that opportunity yet, um, can you explain what that looks like? I sure can. The process, at least from my own framework, is to have an end goal of coming up with a single sentence called a positioning statement that will articulate the best of your ideas and the most, you know, the, the highly prioritized, you know, concepts in one single sentence that keeps me super, super focused. And I'll kind of use that positioning statement as the springboard of the foundation for everything that we do moving forward from a sales call to a full website development, etc. I do that, do that work with a client. I do believe Look, can you do it yourself? Absolutely. And I've got worksheets I can share and a DIY handbook. You know, you're welcome to share with your audience and um, to give people, you know, just a little bit of a leg up to get started in the work. If you can find someone to help you facilitate it, even a business bestie, I think it helps pull you out of your own head rather than getting kind of trapped in, in the you know, in, in the paradigm that you're not innovating out of. So my first piece of advice is to please get a business bestie or a facilitator or someone you can help articulate this down the line. Yeah. Once you have that, then it's really about doing some super deep thinking about those five questions. Who are your people? So start there. Well, my people are, you know, 18 to 24 and they live in urban areas. That's great. Like I'm not punching down at demographics, but what I want to look for are like, who are they really? Are they driven? Are they risk takers? Are they safe? Are they leading edge? Are they early adopters? Are they disruptors? Are they driven? Are they ambitious? Are they multi-passionate? Try and start to really think about who your people are that you want to help. My people are disruptors. Like if you're a disruptor, you're for me. And so now <laughs> I know that immediately. And when I see a disruptor, then I want to make a relationship. But if you don't articulate what that is, like, oh, I'm for disruptors, apple cart upsetters, and people who smash the status quo. If you're not articulate about that, then there's a tendency to just kind of generalize with, oh, well, I'm for entrepreneurs. It's a lot easier to refer me to somebody when 
if you know I'm for disruptors than it is if you know I'm for entrepreneurs because I've taken the time to really describe who they are and who lights me up and do that for every question. Right. What do they need? They need somebody more than somebody who will do the thing. So it's tempting to get into for even for my like for you know disruptors, ambitious uh, entrepreneurs, and the unconventional. Um, who needs someone to help them articulate their brand, like try and avoid that trap of who needs someone to, and just think mm -hmm. about what they actually really need. Right. They need, the, they need words to describe themselves. They need ideas or, you know, messaging that converts, or they need a bigger picture thing. So think about what that bigger picture is. The who you are is very straightforward. It's your business model. I am a consultant. I'm a coach. I'm a brand strategist. I'm a copywriter. I'm a, you know, um, a professional horse racer, whatever it is you are. <laughs> what you deliver in terms of your transformation could be as straightforward as like workshops or, you know, workshops, retreats, and, uh, and quarterly planning. It could be mm -hmm you know, one-on-one -on -one consulting, strategic development, and business naming. You can get as concrete or, you know, kind of generalize in your value and then mm -hmm. start thinking about your why, because only. Why are you the one? Why does okay. it matter to you? That's okay. how you come up with a positioning statement. It is a formula for mm -hmm. blank who need blank. We are the thing that delivers blank, blank, and blank because reason... Once you articulate what that sentence is, then you can use that sentence to then formulate all of your marketing materials, how you talk to people on the phone. Again, you know, identifying clients. Disruptor, that's for me. Not mm -hmm. disruptor, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> right. So exactly. Me. Exactly. And when and this is that's so good to to when you know the formula, that's one thing. When you've got a business bestie to help you articulate and work through that, that is just golden, just to be able to have that as a resource. If they don't um, have a best, a business bestie, I mean- Oh my you, God, you better get you one. Get one. <laughs> and we're gonna put up Rebecca's website on the, uh, on, the, on the screen here so that people know that they are not alone. There is someone here who is a subject matter expert who can help you identify all the things to help you create a perfect brand positioning statement so that you can focus on the things that are most important to you as a business owner because you don't have to be everything to everybody and if everything is special nothing is special <laughs> right right that part <laughs> <laughs> exactly right so Rebecca what what are some common challenges that entrepreneurs face in brand building and how do you help them overcome that? That is an awesome question. Yeah. yeah. I think that to your point of getting a business bestie, you know, go ahead and get one and, and work with them is about perspective. So if you don't have somebody you can bounce ideas off of that you can really start to uh, have, get some, honestly, it's like borrowed bravery. When you've got a business bestie, we're like, I have this crazy idea and I want to do this thing. If you don't have someone to bounce that off of, you can talk yourself out of it very easily. So and I think innovation and experimentation are 
those wheels are greased by a trust relationship you can have with someone who will give you perspective and tell you the truth. Also, when you swim in your own waters for so long, you forget that something is special. Oh, everybody mm -hmm. can write. Oh, everybody mm -hmm. can, you know, organize disparate concepts and bring them down for the clouds so that people can understand it. Oh, everybody can fill a, an entire office with competent teammates that are all managed by a very um, delightful CEO at the top. That's you, girl. So, <laughs> Aww, you're too kind. <laughs> well, everybody can do that. So get yourself a facilitator. I think when it, when it comes to building a brand, what people, um, the mistake that people make in answer to your question is they really think about brand as like, my brand is my logo, my colors, and my mm. fonts. Mm -hmm. And that mm. is my brand. Right. Fair. But your brand is really your reputation brought to life in words, actions, and images. What is your reputation? How do people talk about you when you're not in the room? How do you right. make people feel? You've got to identify what you want them to feel and the kind of experience you want them to have and then reverse engineer the customer journey and experience so that that is by design and on purpose. Right. When you think about your brand in that kind of way, every single thing you do is a branded action. Like how you right. answer the phone. Do you use a contraction in your language or do you spell everything out? Are you a law office that's formal or are you a, uh, are you the entrepreneur's attorney that you can talk to like you would anybody else? So you start to think about the feelings you want to communicate, the experience you want people to have, um, the whole vibe that you're giving out there and then start aligning, yeah, start aligning your marketing <laughs> along yeah. with that through either storytelling, visual, video, media, content, referral, just be out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't be too out there. <laughs> you know? well, can't be too out there. So I do want your messaging to be like, have substance. We all know an entrepreneur who's just like constantly yelling at us about their new group program or constantly yelling at us about something, but they're not building relationships. They're not um, investing in trust. They're not embracing collaboration over competition. So I do think you can have too much marketing. It needs to have quality, quality there. And right. that's really about your messaging. What's your right. message? What's the hill you're going to die on? What are the, yeah. What's the drum you're beating? Right. And the, and the consistency of that. And so, yeah, you certainly don't want to be yelling and screaming at everybody every two seconds and, and have that be out there. And that's the thing that people are looking at and, and they're like relating that to you. So whenever they hear somebody screaming, oh, that's that guy. <laughs> you, know, you don't want that. You want them to think good thoughts and like, oh, yeah, that's the person I want to work with. That's the person that who can help me, you know, that kind of I'm thing. so and glad you brought that up, Renee. Sorry to interrupt you. I no, go ahead. go ahead. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's a perfect example of like a branded moment where the rubber hits the road. If you say to me, I don't want, I'm not a yelling and screaming entrepreneur, and yet your email is an exclamation point every other sentence, you are yelling and screaming. <laughs> Consider that. This isn't me here, like, you know, punching down at people, but like, that's how brand shows up. Right. If you if you say to me, I'm a calm, cool, collected voice of reason in a safe space, and then I open your newsletter, and it's like, I'm so excited about this thing that happened, and I need you to know, and it's like, 
three in a row and explanation points all over the place. That's a brand breaker. You mm -hmm. said you were calm. You said you were a safe space. You said that I was, this was a place that, you know, I could kind of be vulnerable. And then in this email, I'm already like frozen. It mm -hmm. seems like it's not a big deal, but that's those microaggressions against your own brand do mm -hmm. start to wear at your trust factor over and over time. Right. That's a great it, example. It has, be, it has to be congruent. You know, there has to be congruency with what you're saying in one space and how you're coming off and delivering in another space. Which is the whole, yeah, the whole reason why you define it through positioning in a positioning yeah. statement. If you <laughs> define it, then everyone's playing from the same sheet of music. Then you're right. able to like really look and be like, oh, wow, you know, I'm mm -hmm. editing this email for my boss and it's like 400 exclamation points and we're supposed to be a, a serenity brand. <laughs> right. <laughs> then, you're, then you're able to, yeah, to make that happen. Well, so. and, and you know, one of our, our um, people on the, in the audience in the comments says, I'm guilty of using a lot of exclamation points. And you know what? I am too. I do one. use one. I, you get one. You may <laughs> but, have but one. Followed by a smiley face. So you're yelling at me and you're grinning? Why? <laughs> no, not no. you. Look, if I'm you very excited. <laughs> if you have a brand that is excited and excitable and you acknowledge that, and you say, you didn't come to, you came to me for my entrepreneurial energy and I'm going to bring it to you. Then use your, then be excitable and use your explanation points. Like, I'm not saying don't do that. If you're not like, I'm, I'm a motivational speaker, man. And I'm going to motivate you through, you know, loud messages, then use them. But if you say you're, you know, for calmness, trust, and tranquility, then please don't. Oh. Right. One, you get one. You get one. You okay, get we one. Get one. And, and so I love <laughs> that you said we don't have to give up our exclamation points. So, so there's hope for us. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no can, right one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's good to know though that the importance of staying consistent and congruent with your messaging. And if we say we're going to be tranquil, then be tranquil. And if we say if we bring in the energy and bring in the heat, then yeah, that's where we can use more exclamation points and smiley faces and and all of that. I'm um, very pro emoji. I think emojis are an amazing <laughs> language and communication tool. Very mm -hmm. pro emoji, but just be that that's what you are. Probably right. a bank that's like we're the trusted you know protector of your interest payment aren't going to use emojis. But if you're the bank that's like hey, man, we're open Sundays and come in and talk to us about a business law, then emojis are appropriate. Just right. There's no one right way to do it. But if you don't ever take the time to define what it is and you never articulate it, it's so easy for your brand to either distill or for other people to get off brand or for people to start talking about your reputation in a way you don't want them to talk about you. Right. Good point. Very, very, very good point. So... Rebecca, what can our audience expect from your guidance in terms of self-discovery, powerful branding, and impactful marketing? Because I know we have your website up here. These are good questions. <laughs> if Russ is still in the audience, man, like, okay, these are great questions. So I've had the benefit myself and I want everyone, like everyone to get the same experience because it was truly magical, y'all, I, I promise. Uh, it was, it's awesome. What you can expect when you work with me is for it to be an intimate 
relationship right off the break. Mm -hmm. I am asking you deep and powerful questions about who you are. And we all take our business brand personally. We built it, particularly as founders. Like we built that. That's our baby. So it's an intimate relationship right off the break. And I make it super fun. And I never violate that trust. So right off, right, right away, you'll, you'll get that sense of like intimacy, trust, and then a safe space to do the work. And that's also fun to Mm -hmm. explore and talk like, finally, I get to talk about my brand. Finally, it's not just another marketing meeting and I get to experience that. And I'll just guide you through a discovery to help you answer those questions. Who are my people? What do they need? Who am I? What do I deliver? And why I'm special, different, or the one. And then when you're working with me, like kind of from a consulting perspective, I'm going to then write three different versions of what a positioning could be from several different perspectives. And then we will like, you know, we'll keep whittling away at the A plus parts (laughs) and kind of moving some of the B parts and, and creating the ultimate positioning statement that you can then use to inform everything you do moving forward. So it's, um, it's a, it's like a two part session and we do discovery and then we do articulation we polish the perfect plum and then i show you how to use it um so it's really an intimate one-on-one experience yes it is and it is truly um like i said if you are an entrepreneur and you're trying to figure out how you can stand out how you can uh, communicate your message and be consistent and have it truly reflect who you are as a business and as a leader of a company, then definitely you'll want to get with Rebecca to get uh, access to her gray matter. (laughs) So she can help you refine that and know exactly what that is. We did that. um, I did that for Executive Help Now, which is our virtual assistance service that we offer. And the positioning statement that we were able to come up with was so spot on and truly does resonate with my spirit. (laughs) And um, there was someone, Ariel wants to know if there's a template for the statement. And as we were just talking about, yes, there is a template for the statement. Rebecca's going to share that with us. Um, And on her website also, there's resources available and a way to connect with her so that she can walk you through this process because it truly is transformational. It is a transformational process. Thank you. I would say that the template is really the following for blank who need blank. We are blank that deliver blank because blank. If you can follow that formula, Now, of course, the more you put into it, the more nuanced your brand is. So if you're just like four people who need business help, we are the administrative assistant who delivers answering the call, managing your calendar and managing your travel because you need help. Like if you just do that, you're following the formula and that's okay, but you're not going to not sound like everybody else. So put some work into it. Put some real effort into it. Put some nuance into it. Give your language, empower your words, give your language something uh, to work with. And I'll also share that a positioning statement is such a powerful formula. Once you learn the formula, you can use it for so many applications. It's not just what's our mother brand. It's also what's my personal brand. It's also what is this newsletter? What is this podcast? What is this calendar call? What is this book? What is this signature talk? All of those things can be put in positioning. You know, a calendar call can be like, 
for people who do not know me, who need a personal touch to make a business decision, this 30-minute call is uh, the one-on-one experience that walks you through my services, gives you a chance to get to know me, and um, throws some pizzazz on the dialogue because people buy from people. Like the, if you know the formula, you can apply it to everything. And then everything is like really well-developed and structured and you can start to really have a good time. If you're putting out a podcast and you haven't identified who your audience is, what they need, who, what this podcast is, what makes it special and what it's delivering, then you're out there with 4,000 other podcasts that don't have any kind of stickiness. Right. Absolutely. And as we wrap up our session from today, I want to share the positioning statement that I was hoping you would do it. I was hoping you would do it. For executive help now. And I'm going to put on my specs so I can read it right. (laughs) I I can't wait to hear it in your words. This is so awesome. So executive help now is for ambitious entrepreneurs and enterprising businesses who need to embody operational excellence and know the cost of not doing it right. Executive Help Now is the peak performing cohort of specialists, managers, and executive assistants who deliver one-on-one and organizational support to give you back your life and keep you emotionally available for innovation and evolution without dropping a single glass ball or missing a single golden opportunity because growing a book of business is a team effort. Oh, my God. Girl. That's beautiful. (laughs) I loved it. Loved it. Y'all, and going through the process to get to this, y'all, it it was some work. It was some work. It's some work. You're crawling through the glass, but I'm right there with you. But look how powerful, look how powerful this is. You the because only here can become a tag. I just want to show you like how functional it is. It doesn't make you feel good, yes. Does it rally you? Yes. But look how functional this is. Growing a book of business is a team effort. Now that's the lead line on your website. Yeah. Just that's now that's your tagline. Then underneath that, are you an ambitious entrepreneur and enterprising business? Get your life back. Like all a positioning statement allows you to break up, repurpose and recom combine all of these powerful words to give you the assets, the marketing assets you're desperately craving and connecting with your actual audience. This isn't something that you want to live like, you know, on a Google doc collecting dust. This is something you want to integrate across everything. You could be naming your next podcast, ambitious entrepreneurs, or you could be named, you know, or you could be like, you could be naming your next newsletter um, glass balls. You, right. you know, well, that's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but now, that, now that I think about it, maybe not, maybe not this kind of newsletter. <laughs> they may have some questions. Yeah, bad example. Rebecca. This <laughs> that's a spinoff. That's a spinoff industry. <laughs> right. Well, Rose says all of these in one sentence. So good. So good. So good. It's, Ariel it's says tough. definitely need a positioning statement like this for her shirt business. Um, it, it applies to every single industry. Absolutely. If you're in business, you need this, no matter what your business is. I agree. I mean, it's convenient for me to agree because it's my thing. But like, <laughs> I just, if I, like as a copywriter, if I'm just wearing my copywriter hat and I'm writing something and I haven't done a positioning statement, I can stare at the screen for hours. 
If mm-hmm. I've done a positioning statement, I can write a, a whole entire homepage for a website in an hour and a half because right. I've already parsed out what the ideas are. And I'm right. already just, and it's just about a matter of structure. So this saves you, so, saves you like a lot of time in addition yeah. to that. So use absolutely. it, use it in good health. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. This has been amazing. I truly appreciate you and all of the time you spent with me helping me develop uh, the positioning statement for Executive Help Now, our virtual assistant service. And I'm just so beyond thrilled to now have a, a, a focused direction and of where my messaging is going to go and what we're about and who we serve and, and what we do and, and all of that. It truly is a team effort. And I'm so glad you're a part of the team. <laughs> what a beautiful presentation. I had so much fun on this live stream. Thank you to everybody who stopped by to uh, listen to our messaging today and be a part of our conversation. This was awesome. Well, thank you so much. And we'll see you next over on Renee Speaks Golden Nuggets, where we dive in a little bit deeper into this whole brand positioning thing. Ooh. So let's go get our cup of coffee, go head to the green room, and I will see you in a moment at 100 TV Network on YouTube. I cannot wait. 100 TV for the win. We'll see you over there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> It's like a multi-million dollar business of your journey. Moments in time to make an impact. One a little bit better. So when it comes to launching, you were made for something great. So go and be awesome. 